0: Welcome to episode fourteen. You're on it. Yeah, I know. Of the Feelings Club podcast, you're back, baby. You're back, I'm back. <laughs> I am your host, <laughs> Patty Lynn, and this is my co-host Sally Rumsey. I know it's so nice to I meet you. We don't do that normally.
1: <laughs> I think we should start using different accents. We can practice. Okay, for that. Um, I wanted to say before we started, like, yeah. Um.
0: You just are looking a little chubby. I'm looking I'm looking chubby.
1: I mean, I love it. I love the chubby look on a patty. I like it. But I'm just saying like... Well, you're always so worried about me being too skinny. I know. You know? So it's just a delight to see some chub.
0: Yeah. I have some extra weight on. Mm. I think probably almost 10 pounds extra weight. Wow. You know, some people are losing weight during COVID. Some people are gaining it. I think most of us are gaining it, actually. Mm. Like the COVID...
1: The no the quarantine the corn fifteen corn corn ten pounds corn fifteen pounds is that why you're fat now? well (laughs) fatter if you notice
0: it's most of it if not all of it is just right here in sort of like the the mid sort of lower to lower mid (laughs) uteracy section. (laughs)
1: I think that's the term, exactly. Yeah. The uterusy section Uh Do you want to tell
0: us something? Well, you guessed it. (laughs) I planted a human seed in my body. (laughs) Yay! And it is growing. Yay! Into a human. We hope. We hope. Yay! Or it's the second coming of Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, that would be awkward,
0: because mm-hmm. you're not a virgin.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely not a virgin.
0: Um, hmm. But maybe the second coming is different, you know? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's, it's like it's a, a, a more
1: realistic, maybe like more feminist yeah. version.
0: Yeah, yeah, where like a slut has <laughs> the baby or something. I'm definitely not slut. a slut either, I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: Did you say you're technically not a no, slut? No, definitely
0: not.
1: <laughs> definitely not.
0: Nowhere close. Yeah, you're definitely not a slut. I wanted to be for a second. I tried and it didn't it work. It didn't work out. I got married. Oops. Mm. <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Mm. Um congratulations. So, yeah. How far along are you? Um let's see. I will be 20 weeks tomorrow. Wow. It's crazy. That's so exciting. Which is um halfway there. Halfway there. Yep. Um, you always, you think that it's nine months, mm. It's actually ten, mm. weirdly. It's because a little they joke start, we
1: like to play on. Yeah, it's
0: weird. <laughs> but I'm glad it's not, I'm glad it's not the opposite. Like, right. I'm glad it's not, we grew up thinking it was ten and it's actually nine. Because, like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I have time to process
1: Yeah, stuff. it's a lot of work and a lot of emotional work and a lot of, like, yeah. upheaval and inheaval and.
0: I am glad that I have I have done a lo- like a a good amount of mental work already. Yeah, before this process began. Seriously,
1: I'm so glad you had your breakdown before. Yeah, the baby same time because that would have been really hard and complicated.
0: Yeah, but and I'm, I'm also glad. Like, I mean, everyone's different and everyone has a different path you know but like for me i'm also really glad that i've been in my relationship for like 9 years and kind of worked out you know not that not that things are like perfect now but like we've worked out a lot of kinks over the last 9 years yeah. and gone through lots of stuff together and so yeah it just feels like a kind of more of a natural next step yeah i guess has it was it easy like has this been easy was it easy to get pregnant no well okay sure. it was way too easy <laughs> and i'm sorry if that is triggering for anybody uh, it was easy for you
1: yeah but has it been easy like was the transition to like oh my god i'm pregnant what was that like
0: nope it wasn't easy <laughs> it, was,
1: it was that homer meme where you like fade back into the bushes
0: it was um difficult Oddly, like I wasn't anticipating that it would be. Mm. Um, So I came home early from this last tour and having a family was something I always wanted, but I think I was willing to wait maybe even until it was too late. Mm. um, If I didn't get the kind of enthusiasm that I wanted to see from my partner, because I never wanted to... Mm to go down this road feeling like I was convincing my partner of anything or like, I definitely wanted to feel like, okay, we're do- totally in this together. Right. So when I got back from the last tour early because of coronavirus and everything that was going on, um, Kevin actually sat me down and he was like, okay, this is, re- this is really weird. Like I never thought I'd get here, but I'm ready and I want to start trying. And in that moment, I feel like he was kind of calling my bluff. Yeah, because um, like things like things like this, things like getting married, th- are are just like, mm.
1: yeah, I feel like they're not your, they're not easy for you.
0: No. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like 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 big big life steps, big life steps, which you maybe could call decisions, (laughs) really big decisions, (laughs) Uh life-altering decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I want them. And then when they become a reality, they get really scary. Mm. So he was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And I was like, "Mm, okay. And then like a few days later i was like maybe we should pump the brakes and i i think i was using coronavirus as an excuse not that it's not yeah a a good reason to maybe pump the brakes um right. there was a lot of there is a lot of stuff going on in the world like financial uncertainty and um our way of life is totally Uh, turned upside down right now. And just a lot of things that were on my mind at the time. And I was like, maybe that this is reason enough to like push pause Mm -hmm. on this awesome idea. Um, And then he kind of called me out and he was like, okay, but remember that whole thing we did with the back and forth about getting married and how you kind of, you know, thought you knew what you wanted and then you got scared and then you were kind of playing with my feelings. He was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Mm. We're not gonna do that this time. Like we're either gonna we're either gonna do this and we're gonna go down this road together or we're not. Mm. But we're not gonna like mm. play with my feelings like a yo-yo. And I'm really glad that he did that. Yeah. Bold. So that was yeah. good. So I was just like, okay, um, I'm just gonna not think about this giant life altering decision. I'm just not gonna think about it and we're mm. just gonna go for it. Mm. Which is not something Mm-mm. you know that i do Mm-mm. but um yeah and it was like i said way too easy for us i can't i can't even say that we were trying yeah just we not tried. not trying no no i can't even say we were trying like we tried
1: oh you mean like singular Period.
0: singular yeah like maybe two times i don't know way too easy So, (laughs) you know, when my boobs were getting really big and Mm -hmm. they were hurting really a lot, Mm -hmm. mucho much, Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe we should take a test. Um, (laughs) And then we did and it was positive. And Mm -hmm. it's so weird. It's so weird because you like, even when you're not a slut, you try your whole life not to get pregnant. It's like the thing you don't want.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And then even when you say
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you want it,
1: mm-hmm. when
0: you see it and it becomes real, you're still like, oh, fuck. Yep.
1: What the fuck? Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. So I definitely, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm alone in that. Like, I think Kef- Kevin definitely felt that too. Like, it was, it was a shock. mm um, And we were kind of like, initially, initially, it was like, oh my God, like, I would say excited, but I think it was more just shock. Um, Mm. It's like you can't really process that in a day, you know? Yeah. You have to like sit with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I sat with it, and then I started to feel really sad. Mm. And... Wait, that's not what you're supposed
1: to feel? Right. right. Isn't that what they'd say? That's. (laughs) I mean, it felt weird to feel sad. I mean, the TV and movies don't. Right. They don't say like, welcome to pregnancy,
0: be sad. Yeah. No, not typically. I mean, like my idea of a newly pregnant person is um, they are happy and Mm. joyful and Mm. excited to share the news. And Mm. I I wasn't feeling that way Mm -hmm. for like at least, I don't know, I would say like a month after I found out. Yeah. Maybe three, three to four weeks. I was feeling actually, like I would say, almost depressed. Yeah. Um, I was crying a lot. Hmm. And I think it was especially, not that it wasn't difficult for me, but it was difficult for Kevin too. Because like, here's this new thing and he's really excited and he was not really able to share that excitement with me Yeah, it, at the time. Um, we would like eat dinner and then go on walks in the evening and he would, you know, try to talk to me about it. What's going on? How was your day? How are you feeling? And mm. like the most overwhelming feeling was, or th- even, or thought was like, I don't want to be pregnant. Mm. And not because, not because I didn't want to go down this road with him, not because I didn't want to have a baby, um, and start this, you know, next chapter of our lives. Just, I think there was a lot going on hormonally. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. And, um, I wasn't feeling like myself, Mm -hmm. like my body. I I will say say, though, like I've had a really easy pregnancy, Mm -hmm. like physically, I, I didn't have any morning sickness, um, or anything like that. And so, it was pretty, it's been pretty easy, but like in the beginning I was just, there was just something you, I could just tell, like there's just something off mm-hmm. with my body. I don't feel normal. Like I don't feel like I can like
1: mm-hmm.
0: run and jump and, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've done this three times. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: I got, I mean, I just had very different symptoms than you did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, yeah, everyone's so different. Everyone is so different. But I do agree. And I mean, I think for you, like the the loss of control
0: mm-hmm. of
1: like mm-hmm. that instant everything changes mm-hmm. when you know you're pregnant. and then it's like the the ship turning in the night, right? Like it's not a fast change. Mm-hmm. but it is irreversible in some ways of just oh, yeah. like, this is my future. Like mm-hmm. here's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Here's where my body's going, and I can't back up.
0: you nope. know, like you can't, can't slow back down.
1: Up. You can't slow down. You can't prevent it. Like, nope. <clears throat> this is just what's happening. This and is, yeah, here we go. And so I think, I mean, I think hormonally, too, a lot happens
0: mm.
1: in that first trimester. And then, or even the first month. But then also, just like coming to grips with new reality takes a long
0: time. Yeah. Like, I wasn't feeling like myself. Um, I think I was just wrapping my head around who am I? as a pregnant person yeah. too like that's not how i see myself yeah um and also this image portrayed of the pregnant of the you know whatever like the typical yeah. pregnant woman it was just like that doesn't feel like me like even when i even when i look at most maternity wear none of that suits me like it's all really feminine and floral and I just, you know, like, who am I as a pregnant person? Yes, I completely understand. There is an expectation, I think, that, like,
1: the moment you get pregnant, you become matronly. Yes. And super feminine. and So weird. uh, Yeah, a lot of people don't feel like they fit in that mold. But, I mean, even now, like, the maternity wear that's offered now compared to 10
0: or 11 years ago, oh, my God. So much better. I know. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've seen. I, I I saw this article of like the history oh of maternity clothes, and it's oh my god, it's so bad.
1: It it. I mean, when I was pregnant with my first, it was there were literally oh, there was one physical store in all of Austin that you could go to to Pee shop. It, there wasn't even a pee in a pod here. It was the special edition nursing store that had just like a lot of spandex, like mm-hmm. floral spandex with mm-hmm. like a metal hoop in it, like metal as an, hoop. You know, like here as like an accessory, like in oh, between I see. the boobs, right? Like it, like a piece of jewelry, kind mm-hmm. of. Also, I mean, oh yeah, yuck. Oh my god, it was, and that yeah. was like, and then they like business pants. Like what? I don't want to yeah. wear business pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> wear like a snappy pinstripe suit
0: nope yeah
1: you've come a long way and you're really lucky (laughs) I just have to say it's I mean it's it's always improving it's always improving thank god I mean the tent dresses that our moms wore when they were
0: pregnant or and even before that like it used to be like trendy or or recommended or something to like hide your pregnancy yes like hide your bump yes and pregnant women wore girdles yeah it's so crazy Oh, it's so insane. I'm like, that can't be healthy. No, it's definitely not healthy for the babies. Anyway, yeah. So, who am I as a pregnant person? I don't even know. Um a lot came up for me, too, like I was afraid um of the way in which my body would change, first and foremost. And I, like I feel it felt a little selfish um that I was concerned about weight gain and body image at the time. Yeah. But that is something that I have struggled with in the past. Um, And I mean, I know that every body is different and every body needs different things.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But I think I had this fear of gaining a ton of weight and then not being able to lose it. Yeah. Um. And more than that, just, like, the ways in which m- a lot of bodies change and how they may never be the same again. Like, mm. your boobs getting really big and then and then breastfeeding and then shrinking and then, then becoming pancakes or, like, your nipples becoming giant brown saucers that are always mm. hard and weird. You know, like, I have enjoyed – like, I'm not going to lie. I have enjoyed having, like, small perky breasts <laughs> for most of my – Adult life. Yeah. You know? And
1: you just never, it's also kind of like, like, a, you just don't know. You just don't know. You can't look into the future and be like, this is what it's, nope. You just don't know. I know. You might get that big black line up the middle of your body.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stretch marks. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sake, pushing a human out of your vagina hole. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't understand how that's possible. I know it happens every single day. Mm-hmm. And it has for Years and years and years and years and years, but Uh I Uh just, how?
1: I mean, just don't think about it too much would be my advice. Just don't think about it too much because it's just going to happen and then it's done and you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's just like getting your nose pierced. It's almost exactly like that. It's just like, boop.
0: Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's a good way to just think of it. It's just a tiny
1: little boop. What What are some of the other fears that you were facing?
0: Um, well, I was also thinking about, um, the way in which my life would change and it's still very difficult for me to picture what my life is going to look like daily, Mm -hmm. um, how this little human just fits into it, Mm. um, with my career and Kevin's work schedule and Mm -hmm. I have no idea, Mm -hmm. you know, um expendable income will i ever have it you know like i've worked really hard and i have this nice little chunk of savings that i, I like having um i want i want to travel i want to have nice things and you know is my future just plastic toys all over my is mm-hmm. it, is it just a mm-hmm. is it a dirty car with mm-hmm. plastic shit all over my house mm-hmm. like
1: yeah i don't know mm.
0: I, I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But you can you can resist the tide of the dirt and the yeah. junk and the plastic. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. It might just your might your house might look just like spotless forever.
0: And then like a little more if you could dive a little deeper than that, um parenting and navigating your relationship in front of your children. Mm. Like, um, causing pain like emotional distress like i have a hard time thinking that you know and i would encourage my child to go to therapy as i have but you know like i just imagine my child in the future like talking to their therapist about all the ways in which i messed up mm. um mm. wow you've you've really gone deep into this have you <laughs>
1: Do you spent, are you really like, are you really spending a lot of time thinking about this kind of stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: about how you're gonna fuck your kid up in the future. Well, I, how I don't want to, but how, but also how it's inevitable,
1: right? I mean, I can 100% guarantee that you're gonna do something make that mistakes. your kids, right? That you're gonna make yeah. mistakes and your kid's gonna be pissed at you for, yeah, probably daily, but all the joy, yeah. Are you are you seeing the joy too like when you're
0: doing this cycling stuff I'm starting to okay I couldn't at first yeah at first it was just like oh no I'm gonna bring this human into the world and I'm I'm gonna mess up in all the ways and just be terrible
1: oh, and Patty. not
0: have fun and I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) I'm not crying. It's you.
1: It's always you. But that's okay. But that, I mean, yeah, it's terrifying. And I think it's more terrifying when you're, like, becoming a parent is so terrifying when you're a good human like you are and aware of your own areas that need growth, right? Or aware of the places where you've stumbled in the past versus, like, some humans who walk around blindly and just... Do what they want to do, and they that don't must really be care. So nice though. It,
0: it, it in some ways. In, in some, some ways, ways, I
1: mean, in some ways, like being a slut can feel so nice, but <laughs> it's not like a good long term plan. Well, it might be for some people, but like,
0: it's not like a good long term plan. Like, but but uh, I mean, I I will like me having awareness of my trauma, and me having awareness of hmm. of my growth, and where I still need to grow, and like all that. I know is going to make me a better human, a better parent, a better partner, a better friend, all that. I get, right? it. but in some ways, it is, and I think I can recall, nice to walk around blissfully unaware. Um. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, una- no. Were, were you never? Were you ever? <laughs> no. the, was there never a time?
1: No, I've always been an old person in my soul. Like, I've never been an unaware person, right? No,
0: I just mean. There was never a time in your life where you were unaware of the trauma no in your life no mm. I mean I
1: don't I mean I think I've had a series of awakenings mm-hmm. which where I become more aware of i don't know different things like my Why own, you are my own I don't know, just more conscious of myself or more in touch with myself, but like I don't know I'm an empath and so i grew up feeling all the feelings of everyone around me and feeling mm-hmm. responsible for that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. It would be nice to not feel like I'm traumatizing my children, but I don't generally as, yeah. as much because, you know, I do the work and mm-hmm. I make the mistakes and then own them and then repair, right? Yeah, like you say to me all the time. We've talked about this. <laughs> all the time. you talk about
0: this. Yeah. It's about the repair.
1: I think, I mean, it just sounds like you've got a lot of fear about how you're going to handle it mm-hmm. or how you're going to show up as a parent. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Like, I just, I guess, like, um, I guess I just worry about the mistakes. Mm. But... I mean mis- I know that like I already want to be the kind of mom and the kind of person really um that you like you said like that owns up to their mistakes. Like I want to be able to tell my child like hey I I messed up. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and um I I think that that's like so important for a kid to see. Yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. She's not really crying anymore. She's okay now, just so you guys know. She's okay. I'm not afraid at all about how you're going to show up as a parent. Like, just, I mean, you've raised my children. (laughs) 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 You know, like what? (laughs) You have a lot of practice and you have a lot of support. And I think you notice when you're lacking in a skill and you turn to, to your resources for support. Like, I think... That's what a parent needs to do is be able to say, like, I got this. Oh, I don't got this. Mm-hmm. And then village, come help me. And you have a village and you have – um, you don't have too much pride, mm-hmm. right? And you ask for help now. Like, I just don't see how this is going to end up badly. Where some people get pregnant and I'm like, oh, this is going to be, be bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mostly, like, my, you know, cousins and stuff. But, like, like – mostly your cousins (laughs) I a lot you know i'm from an irish catholic family so i have like 100 first cousins and then and they just keep having kids and i'm like oh this is gonna be bad and they just keep figuring it out or not well just getting by by the skin of their teeth or not or what do you mean or not though but they do like well they figure something out they figure something out they may not be parenting but they figure something out you know and I think you're going to be fine. And I think yeah. you and your partner have a really good setup for making this work, even in our like weird, mysterious new economy. And is there no more music industry culture or is it coming back? Or like, I think you guys are set up for success. Yeah. I just can't wait for the bliss moments. <laughs> like, There's just so much unknown. Yeah. Like all of it is unknown. All yeah. Yeah. And that's really hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And I mean, I recognize that. And you haven't had to do a whole lot without being in control in your life, I think. Like, you've been able to make choices, right? That like guide where your life goes. And so then the having the baby thing kind of.
0: Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, I definitely needed it to happen this way. Like, I needed it to happen quickly and kind of like, as if the universe, it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the dog's snoring, trip
0: is snoring, um, as if the universe was kind of like, just kind of pushing me off the cliff Yeah, because it, like, I don't think I could have like just stepped off the cliff voluntarily. I mean, I had sex voluntarily, but that's different, you yes, know, like it? I needed it to just happen.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness that. You know, and I'm glad that it, it did. did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And now you just get to enjoy the ride. Can that be your your motto for parenthood? Just like enjoy the ride. We'll get another tattoo of that on your other hand.
0: Whee. <laughs> like we did in that episode exactly. where we like the Whee. roller coaster episode. You're excited. Whee.
1: You know, yeah, I'm wonder- nervous
0: and yes. and I'm excited. Like I I think I I am I am now at 4 months getting to the point where I am feeling excited because, but I'm also s- settling into the idea of, I'm okay, I'm having a baby. We're mm-hmm. having a baby. Mm-hmm. We're going to be parents. Mm-hmm. This is going to be our life mm-hmm. going forward. It's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading a lot, um, I think, which is helping me feel a little more prepared mm. or maybe it's helping me feel a little bit more in control. Like I, I got this, I can do this as I, mm-hmm. the more I read, the more I listen to like, I don't know, like the birth hour podcast and things like that. Like the more information I consume, I feel like I'm feeling more prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and, t- and also talking to people mm-hmm. about their experiences, their experiences, birthing and parenting and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I started a registry and that was, again, like helping me feel a little bit more in control mm-hmm. as I chose things and put it mm-hmm. on this list. Like, I need this. I need this. Mm-hmm. I need this. And then after Kevin and I moved into this new house, um, it really, really feels like we are turning the page because yeah. I'm in a new space yeah. with him and, I'm starting to visualize our life with another little human there and and a space that's, you know, dedicated to that human and yep. trying to get it ready and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, slowly but surely.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a, pro- it's a process. It is a process. I want to look into – I won't do it right now, but I do want to look
1: into what hormones surge in those first mm-hmm. couple of weeks of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think – it's H, the human growth hormone, I think. But I want to look at like the particulars because I wonder if it, if you're getting like adrenaline rushes mm. in those first three or four weeks because that could explain some stuff, or if you're getting cortisol rushes, which are the like stress hormone, but also give you energy, mm-hmm. or if there's, I just want to do more research to see what it is there because I know some people do have like specific marked emotional shifts in that first period. Mm-hmm. Um, And it is different for everybody, but it it just makes me curious to know, like, from a scientific perspective, like, which hormones were surging when you were having those feelings? And was your body having, like, a nervous system reaction at the beginning because it's possible? Mm -hmm. Um, Just for my own curiosity.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm also, like, really curious to hear if other people have had that experience because I think— I think it's very common. From the more I talk about it, the more I realize it's it's a pretty common experience. Um, to be sort of sad at the beginning, but and maybe people do share that with their partners or with their like inner circle mm-hmm. um, of friends and family. But you just don't really you just don't really hear about it much. Um, yeah, it's not glorified,
1: that's for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, because by the time by the time you're sharing it with people. I think you've gone, if that happened to, you've you gone through that period, you've processed it, and now you're starting to feel a lot better. So it's just like, what's the point Mm -hmm. in, you know, like, what's the point in in sharing that? I'm pregnant. By the way, I was really depressed in the beginning.
1: And I'm really sad. So be happy for me, but don't expect me to be happy because that's too much. Yeah. At this moment. Um, I just wanted to give a quick TED Talk. Mm. about the when we announce it mm-hmm. thing in pregnancy because some people announce whenever they want or like at the very beginning right like you found mm-hmm. out
0: right before I found your birthday really right? I, I actually found out on Mother's Day oh, right. on May 10th That's right. and then I took a second test on my birthday which was May 11th
1: just to be sure and then you like told I mean you told me like I told you day, day of yeah And I think that's (laughs) wonderful and I fully support that because you needed me to.
0: I need, yeah, I told a couple people like, and then, and then I waited for a while, like 12 weeks to start telling like some other close friends. And then I waited until like, uh, 14, 15 weeks before I even told my family. Yeah. Um which is all perfectly acceptable. That's yeah. my whole TED talk.
1: Yeah. Whenever the fuck you, tell you people, want to tell people you yeah. can. I also really love the not telling and people just being uncomfortable by yeah. the changes in your body. <laughs> your body.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen Patty? Especially She's in like really work fat. environments yeah. where you
1: just put on your snappy pinstripe. Hi, Trippus. Oh, Tripp, You're gonna walk around on
0: the floor now? Go sit down.
1: No. Yee. Um, I think people get really afraid about telling in the beginning, right, because of the fear of miscarriage. Right. But I also want to push that because, like, um, as a culture, there's so much silence around miscarriage. And right. I think it's starting to open up a little bit, even just, like, in the last couple of years. But, like, you're allowed to tell people that you're pregnant, and you're allowed to tell people that you had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and their grief is not your problem. Like, right. Like, I think people are so— um, disabled by grief like someone else's grief when they don't know what to do and they can't make it better and they can't fix it and then that stops like they put that puts the onus on the woman to like
0: not cause distress to her circle it's like you're as the as the person who had the miscarriage it's like you're the one that's in pain but then you feel like you have to like care for people around you who are uncomfortable (laughs) exactly and I just want to take that back and say like
1: that's not a rule anymore. Yeah. It's not necessary anymore. You're allowed to tell people whenever you want, even if they're afraid you're going to miscarry and they can carry that fear. Yeah. And if you miscarried, have a miscarriage, they can deal with their own grief around it while you heal your grief.
0: Yeah. I will say that didn't really play into my my decision to like hang on to the information for a while. Like still yeah. I haven't so Still I haven't, I haven't posted anything on social media and um I will, I think I've just been enjoying, like, the personal conversations that come with telling people mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I didn't want to tell people right away because I was definitely still processing all of the information myself. Yeah.
1: Which is totally valid and acceptable that yeah. you just hold it whenever you're ready, you know? Yeah.
0: On the other hand, though, like, I totally get worrying about miscarriage, especially if it's happened before or if it's like common in your family or something like that. Um, because maybe it get, maybe it would be annoying. Like if you told, you know, a handful of people or if you told, you know, whatever, and then it might be annoying at some point if people were like, I'm so sorry that happened. I'm so sorry that, you know, it's kind of just, I don't know, but I, I agree with you. Like, it's not necessary for people to suffer alone and yeah. carry that stuff.
1: Yeah, and, and you don't need to compartmentalize it. or hide your grief because people around you will be uncomfortable. Right. Let people be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's that's my TED talk. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do. It is hard to do. Yeah, But it's a good skill, and it's a good skill as a parent. To be uncomfortable. Let your kid be un- uncomfortable. Let your partner be uncomfortable. We're getting into so much good stuff here. When How often
0: are your kids uncomfortable? My
1: kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like every five minutes. Right? Because if you don't let your kids be uncomfortable, that means you give in to all of their wishes. Right. Like when you
0: say no or don't let them do what they want.
1: Yeah. Or if your partner's like, it makes me really uncomfortable when I see you this tired. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your stuff, mm-hmm. sweetheart. So <laughs> good luck figuring that Same. out. I love you so much. Bye. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be good stuff I'm really excited I have to tell you that I keep forgetting which one of us is pregnant I guess because <laughs> it's just like
0: in the past it's always been me mm-hmm. And so, so when you're I walking like, around with your hand on your uh-huh, when I
1: walk upstairs I kind of like do the like lumber shuffle cool mm-hmm. I don't even think you're there yet but I can't wait till you get there not quite there yeah I'm just I'm taking real good care of my body right now <laughs> even though it's not pregnant and never will be again
0: thank you well, i I'm just looking back at this list that I made, yeah, of when I had that like breakdown, yeah, and uh, I didn't know what I wanted, so then i uh, I wrote down what I didn't want, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, there's gonna be a good amount of things on this list that I'm gonna experience just through pregnancy and parenting, okay, which is interesting to me, like. I don't want to be poor. I'm not saying I'm going to be poor, but, you know, like children aren't cheap. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to suffer. Mm-hmm. And like, I may. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be fat. Okay. Well, I'm definitely gaining weight. I know it's different from being fat, but okay. Lots of body changes happening over here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be dependent, weak, mm-hmm. in pain uh, fragile. Mm. I don't want to disappoint. Mm. I don't want to miss out. Mm. I don't want to regret. I don't want to need. And it's like so many of these things I'm looking at, I'm like, those are going to come up. Mm -hmm. Those are going to come up in parenting. But, but I think your point with encouraging me to write that list was just like, all of these things you have written down are like just facts of life, Mm. like they're going to happen. And also you will never be lonely because you will always surround yourself with people that you love and people that support you. So it's like on one hand they're inevitable. And on the other hand, you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: You could have written, I'm scared
0: to live. Yeah. Um, Like I I forget, I forget her name. Um, I should just look it up. This psychologist that I actually did watch a TED t- an actual <laughs> TED Talk the other day um, that was really, really good. Her name is Susan David, um, and she talks about, like, emotional agility. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about just that, that, like, um, you know, people don't want to go through these things that are facts of life. Um, mm. And she said, those are, these are wishes of, of dead people. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, these are, these are just facts of life. Yeah. That you have to be uncomfortable to push through and achieve good things.
1: Yeah. You do. And I think, so I think that the people who I work with, who are so afraid of living, like kind of like you were in that just like frantic state of distracting yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of them had childhood trauma and know what it feels like to suffer, and then imagine that that's what suffering as an adult is gonna feel like too. Mm-hmm. but when you're a child and you're suffering, you have no control and you have no resources and you're trapped right Like your safety may be compromised, your food source may be compromised. Not you may a not lot have of choice right. And then when you're an adult, suffering feels differently, and mm-hmm. it's not the same sort of childlike um trapped suffering generally Mm um but i do notice especially parents who don't want their children to be uncomfortable it's because the parents often the parents know what it feels like to suffer as a child but like you don't have the same experience as your parents you know and my kids don't have the same experience i i had like it's just not the same but people don't realize it until you put it in that lens Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that like uh you can handle pain you get tattoos Right? Right? You can handle suffering. You go on tour. Yeah. I mean, I choose suffering and pain at times. Right. And you handle them just Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's not like your ability to handle them is questioned. It's just that you're afraid of experiencing them. You're afraid of the suffering, I think, Mm -hmm. is the thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or repeated suffering, right? Re-traumatization. Yeah. So it's just a good thing to keep in mind.
0: In a lot of ways, too, though, like the... The more I think about it, I think this experience is going to be so healing. Absolutely. It's like, it's almost like a giant reparation like of self. Yes, it is. Um, it is such an awesome second chance. Yeah, because like, I know I'm going to make mistakes because that's what humans do that are alive. Exactly. <laughs> um but i I think this is an opportunity. I don't know. Like I just imagine loving on this little human as if I'm loving on myself, exactly. and being something, obviously not being perfect all the time or ever, really. but like being something for this little human mm-hmm. maybe that I didn't get, yep, or yep, yeah,
1: exactly. It's the, I mean, the love between a mother and a child, like it's just incomparable. Like you, the joy that you'll get from having, because you will absolutely be this baby's favorite person in the whole world.
0: For now, like for a time.
1: For a long time. <laughs> for a long time.
0: Until they hate you. And then... Yeah, but I mean, all of my
1: children would still choose to crawl back inside yeah. my skin yeah. if they could. And they would not care at all if that meant they had to murder me. and it was just my corpse if they could be inside my skin they would do it because they they love me so much and want to be attached and want to be reattached with me
0: Mm -hmm. and sometimes you invite that and sometimes you're like get off of me yes and that's (laughs)
1: totally normal (laughs) and they survive and they are not you know and they survive and that that feeling when your baby's eyes light up when you walk in the room, or even before the baby can focus on you and the baby smells you and turns its head to be, to like look your direction. Like those kind of feelings are just, you're right, so healing. They can heal your own attachment and all of the stuff that you went through. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to be careful to not use baby (laughs) in a a way to heal yourself, that you continue to do the work outside. Right, right, right. But that you show up for baby in the way baby needs. Mm -hmm. And in showing up for baby, you are also showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Totally. Side note,
0: Kevin hates it when people say baby without putting a the in front of it. Oh, I'm going to have to do that (laughs) much more often now. Uh, I think the the What to Expect book does it all the time. Oh, Um, It also... It's also written in such a way that it has so many parentheses Nobody and like parentheses. side notes. <laughs> and and it like it tries to be like funny and he absolutely hates it. He started at first he started to like try to have fun with it and so every time there was a like a note in the parentheses he would make like a different voice. Mm-hmm. And now he just skips them. Mm.
1: They're important information, Kevin. Don't, Don't you? Use, no. Them. Usually,
0: the things in the parentheses are not important <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, um, yeah. We're we're reading individually, and we're reading a lot together. And Sounds that's good. Really fun. Yeah, it's good.
1: Um. Yeah, I just can't wait. I can't wait for the the baby snuggles, the skin to skin. I mean, not me. You can. Um, I mean, I'm not necessarily—I'm not going to try and, like, steal your baby or, like, breastfeed it or anything weird like that. Yeah, I've never done that. Have you ever tried to breastfeed my kids? No, no, no. I mean, I—no. You're confusing me now because you're— I've never done that. Okay. Because you're being, like, really really adamant about
0: it. I've never done that. (laughs) Definitely never done
1: that. (laughs) Um, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for some skin-to-skin. The little smells. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Very excited. I'm finally, also I'm very excited for finally having a baby that's not mine. Mm-hmm. That I can give
0: back and be like,
1: you're so wonderful. Bye.
0: <laughs> it's seven years old and it's really scratched up, but. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Just kidding. Wait. We like hand-me-downs over here. We like them. Do you want one of my kids? Do I want one of one of your kids? Yeah. No, we are talking about bikes. I wasn't talking about bikes. Oh, I thought you said bikes. Like, here's a bike. Like, I I thought I'm you were excited saying, for a baby. <laughs> like to give my baby a bike. I don't know. No. I thought you said bikes. Never mind. I said I'm excited for
1: a baby that's not I'm mine. Don't growl at me.
0: Not a bike.
1: I don't need another bike. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear a joke? Yes, yes
0: please. please. Okay. <clears throat> it's gonna be really good. It's not that one about unscrewing a pregnant lady, is it? That one was funny. From Chloe that
1: she sent. Oh, You Can't Unscrew a Pregnant Lady, the light bulb one? Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Woman, should I have a baby after 35? ob Jin, no, 35 children is enough. <laughs> um, This is a good one, too. Do you like how I keep setting really high expectations? Oh, what do you call it when someone's unable to find someone able to help them through their pregnancy? What? Having a midwife crisis.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. A midwife crisis.
1: A midwife, midwife crisis. crisis. That's a good midwife joke. What's the alternative name for the pregnancy test? What? Maybe baby. I don't know. That one's not as funny. No, I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's a baby. Maybe. that's. I think that was it.
0: Okay. I, I didn't write that one, obviously. I like the one that we were kind of working, at, like workshopping downstairs in the kitchen. The what happened if you leave the refrigerator door open too long? Yeah. It'll lose its cool. Yeah. Like it gets angry. Yeah. You get it? Yes. Guys? I get it. No. Do you guys get it? No, but I get it. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> okay. Let's leave it there. And
1: we're going to leave it there.
0: If you'd like to record a question or a comment for a future episode of the feelings club, give us a ring on the banana phone at 725 feeling That's 725-333-5464 Or you can use the Voice Memo app on your phone to record your question and email it to us at thefeelingsclubpodcast at gmail.com. Sally and I appreciate everyone who helps to spread the word about the show. We rely heavily on your word of mouth and reviews, tweets, and people posting about the show on Instagram. Visit our website, thefeelings.club, sign up for our newsletter, and check out Sally's blog. Follow us on Instagram at feelingsclubpodcast and Twitter at feelingsclubpod. The Feelings Club podcast is produced every week by Dwight Baker and me and my co-host Sally Rumsey. Thank you for listening.
1: All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as a replacement for therapy or medical advice by a licensed doctor. This is not your therapy y'all.
0: The Feelings Club Invite all your friends to the Feelings Club Come be a part of the Feelings Club Share